Hey, what's up, fellow interviewers? It's Will Bowman, and I am here tonight on another episode of The Art of the Interview. Thanks for tuning in. So tonight we're going to talk about um, something that is very important. Um, but before we do that, I just want to ask you to please excuse um, the noise in the background. I have a cute little dog um, with beautiful little eyes, who is staring up at me longingly from, uh, her little bed at my feet, and she, I think, wants to go downstairs and go out, so she might start making some noise during this episode. And then my wife is downstairs doing her workout, but, um, as many of you, I'm sure, understand, this is the life of, um, trying to do things in the world. Sometimes things are a little bit noisy, so I'm sure you'll forgive a little bit of background noise for this particular episode. So today we're going to talk about um, something, um, one of my passions, right? So I want to start off by just kind of bringing you into the world of film production a little bit. So I've worked on film sets um, for since I was in my teens, actually, and um, one of the things that you very quickly realize is that there is a huge amount of delegation of responsibility, right? It's a huge amount of delegation of responsibility. You have a person for everything, and rightly so. There's a million different jobs, and they're all extremely specialized, right? And one thing that's really important, um, one job specification and distinction that's really important is the distinction between the director and the cinematographer. Now, the director, um, well, actually, let me start with the cinematographer, his or her focus is on what happens in camera, what happens on the screen, how it looks, how it sounds, what, um, what you know, how 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 the blocking is done, how people move in the in the uh, camera screen. This is all, and this is all ultimately under the jurisdiction of the cinematographer. The director works with the cinematographer, but the cinematographer is the first person that focuses on that. Now that said. The director, his primary responsibility is actors. Um, his or her primary responsibility is actors. Getting them in a place, in a space of being able to give their best performances, right? Directing them, working with them, making them comfortable, getting them what they need, right? And that's a really important role. Right? Because actors need to be able to have someone to work with to be able to give the performances that they want to give. That's just sort of a given, right? And we accept that. We accept that, you know, this that actors need a specific person to work with them and to help them to do what they need to do, which is to act, give good performances, get into character, so on and so forth, right? Now step outside of the realm of narrative film and we step into the realm of documentary film and suddenly we don't have that clear distinction anymore, right? We automatically assume that the person who is running camera or sound can also be the interviewer, right? The same person can do this, both things or all things, right? Because, you know, there's just less important things in the documentary, right? But why do we lose that distinction? On a narrative film set, we accept, hey, actors need a specific person to help them to get in the place of giving their best performance. 
But when we step into the documentary or the interviewing sphere, suddenly that distinction goes away. And I think that that is actually a really big mistake. In my opinion, there is a lot to be said for having someone, an interviewer, specifically dedicated to interviewing and creating the container and working with the interviewee to give their best performance, their best interview that they possibly can. I was reminded about that today when my wife and I, my wife who I am training to be my sound and camera operator currently, went out to a shoot on set. And while she was in the other room setting up equipment, I was able to be in the other room engaging with the two people, um, just having small talk with them. These were people who I'd never met before, one of whom Lydia had never met before. And I was able to be in there creating a relationship, building with them, designing the shots that we wanted to get, etc. And this was important, right? If I had just gone in and helped set up the equipment, there wouldn't have been the same sort of openness that there was because I was able to sit in there and, you know, connect with the with the people um, who we were who we were working with, the actors um, in the way that I was. I was able to fill that director role, and that was really helpful in the process of everybody loosening up and getting into their sort of loosest self for the actual production process. And I think that's also really important in an interview setting, right? Now, I realize this is not always possible. Sometimes we just exist in jobs where we don't have the ability to have a second person there to take technical responsibilities. But if it is a possibility, I would encourage you to take advantage of it and to find someone who you trust to bring with you on interviews so that you can really focus in on creating that container, on just being present with the person. Because here's what happens if you're not like that, right? You're in the middle of an interview, right? And this has happened to me so many times. You're in the middle of an interview and you're talking to the person. And in the back of your brain, you're constantly worrying, is the camera recording? What about the microphone? What about the audio recorder? What about camera two? Did I set it to do this? Did I reformat that card? Oh shoot, what if I did this, right? And these are all little things that are taking you out of presence with the person who you're interviewing. The thing that's the most important for you to be, which is present with that person, this technical stuff is taking you out of. So again, I realize it's not always possible to have someone who is your dedicated tech camera audio recorder with you so that you can really focus in on the job that you're supposed to be doing. Daisy agrees. But if you do have that opportunity, I encourage you to take advantage of it or maybe just bring an intern with you on set sometime. Help them get the camera set up and then tell them, this is what to watch. Make sure this red light stays on. Make sure that little thing doesn't hit. Make sure that little um, line doesn't peak and the audio sounds good. And I'm going to be as present as I can possibly be with this interviewee who I'm engaging with. See what happens. See if you are able to be more present and create a better container and containment um, for the person and see if you're able to get a better interview. I bet and I bet any money that you will be able to do exactly that. So 
All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been The Art of the Interview. I'm Will Bowman, and we'll see you next time on the next episode.